I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, are just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done. We're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life, and I am looking forward to sharing today's guest and topic because we all need to be talking about this and don't. When Tony Lowe began to experience bladder incontinence after she had her son, she had no idea what to do about it, which is why at Mom Home Fitness, they work to address some of the conditions that can linger after pregnancy, focusing on specific exercises and timing of those exercises to show how to retain our natural system of core strength and bladder control. With the release of her new ebook, Getting to the Core of Postpartum Fitness, and accompanying videos, Tony hopes to make these exercises accessible to any mom with the same issue. And you know what? It's moms of all ages because we experience this at different times of our lives. So, with all that being said, Tony, welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Thank you for having me. This is super exciting. I'm excited to have you because, again, I think that this is a topic women don't like to talk about, nobody likes to talk about, but it's mm-hmm. reality. It is reality. These are obvious questions, and, you know, we don't ask them. So talk to us about your experience and how it led you to this. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're so right. And, you know, so many people either don't want to talk to them or we've heard that, you know, for decades and decades and generations of this is just what it happens when you have a baby. This, You know, for the rest of your life, you have to cross your legs when you sneeze, you know. And so, yeah, mine, for me personally, mine didn't come up until after I had my son, but I have had other clients that um, came to me after they had their children, but they were like, no, my whole life I've had to cross my legs. So it really just depends. There's a lot of different factors that kind of weigh into why that happens even before, but it absolutely does happen for some people even before um, they have kids. But, yeah, for me it was after, and I had been a pretty avid runner prior to having my son and then, um, you know, slowly kind of tried to take my time and tried to be – thoughtful with what I was doing as far as taking care of my body in the postpartum and I did a run when he was about a year old and it was in the middle of downtown Portland it was one of the biggest runs of the year and it's right before this huge parade where there's like a hundred thousand people and in the middle of the street I started peeing my pants no I mean I like I didn't even know it until it was literally coming down my legs and I had ran this exact same race the year prior to having had my son with zero issues. I mean, I knew what it was because in my um, training I had, you know, had a little bit of like, ooh, i got to hurry up and get to the bathroom. But this was just like such a huge eye-opener for me, and it left me with such a feeling of 
um, like my body betrayed me. Like I just, I didn't know how to fix it. I thought I had done everything right. And so, you know, it really led me down this path of figuring out, you know, what needs to be done, what I can do, and then, you know, kind of open this whole world that thankfully is growing all the time in this post postpartum care. Sometimes they call it the fourth trimester. Um, but there's just a lot more research and a lot more um, practitioners that are focusing on mom more in the postpartum and figuring out, you know, there's just two simple things that anybody can do without even going to a specialist that I talk about in the book that I talk about all day long um, are just, you know, standing tall and trying to focus on some posture and getting our breathing um, into kind of a more correct pattern and putting those two things together oftentimes can you know, help us to control the sneeze, you know, instead of crossing our legs, we can try those two things to stand tall through the neck and to work on the breathing with the sneeze. And so many times just those two things can do it. So I offer workshops. Um, I'll have one coming up here in September where I just tell moms about those two things. Like you, the, the, there are so many postpartum conditions and a lot of women suffer from them. And there's a lot of reasons to see a practitioner by all means in the postpartum. But, one of my main focuses is really just getting that message out is to work on your posture and your breathing and your daily habits. You know, it's not something where I want people to be beating up on themselves if they haven't thought about their posture or breathing for a week or two, but when you can incorporate it into your daily habits, you start to just be more aware of what your body is doing and how it feels when you are in proper posture and breathing versus when you are not. So those were one of those were the first two things that I learned as I started going down this path and then you know, it's just kind of gone on and on through there and different certifications and working with different trainers and physical therapists and, you know, people in the industry. And um, so in this book and getting to the core of postpartum fitness, again, we talk about the breathing and the posture a lot. And I try to make it, you know, nice and concise on, you know, how it applies to our, the activities of our daily life. And then there is that there are the eight weeks of exercise videos that, the style of it is something called dynamic neuromuscular stabilization, but the idea of it is just to move kind of how babies begin to move, but it retrains our functional system, our functional core system in the timing, and that's kind of the thing that you were referring to at the beginning there, that it's the timing of how the muscles fire up that is really important in in helping to be able to control the function. I don't want to go too far into it. My point on the exercise videos is that they are very, very safe. They are um, effective. It was actually a class that I was teaching right prior to COVID um, was a class of these eight weeks of exercises that I put into this book that had I had gotten a lot of success and the women had found them very effective. And um, I wanted to get it to as many people as possible. And, you know, the gyms being what they have been for the last year and a half, we might not be able to meet in person, but you know, the people all over the United States or even further that are experiencing the same things that I did, I really want them to be able to try to get this in their hands and, you know, get them just applying these daily breathing and posture and working out through the exercise videos and being able to regain function and control of their body. It's such a big deal, especially for moms. I bet it for everybody, really. 
it's interesting how you pivoted because of COVID. And now mm-hmm. think of what your reach is going to be, Tony. Instead yeah. of the people that are sitting in front of you, guess what? People can sit in front of you anywhere they are. Yeah. Isn't it a remarkable yeah. thing that you've yeah. managed to go through this experience, raising your child and working, and I want to share because, you know, we talk about that all the time because, let's face it, we talk about balancing. Mm-hmm. It's not balancing. It's juggling. It's juggling and, <laughs> and spinning things through the air. But you managed right. to make it all happen and create this fabulous pivot that is now going to open up your reach so much. So share how you've managed to do all of this while you're raising your child and working still. Yeah, I think, you know, like you said, the juggling is even better than balancing. You know, we just try to figure out what balls we need to have in the, up in the air at the right time, right? And what ones we need to be catching at the right time. Um, and, and, you know, I guess it is all about timing, like you said, because... This, had, this book had been something that I had been wanting to do. And then with COVID, seeing coming to a screeching halt like that, you know, including school. So, you know, my son and I, you know, we'd go out and play, but kind of just sitting around staring at each other. So I was like, okay, well, my, let's start this book. And so he helped me for the first about three or four weeks. Um, so that is balancing in that way. I just put him in the fold. <laughs> like he was looking for a book credit. It was actually kind of cute. But, yeah, it's, you know, I think that we're just constantly trying to find, you know, what is the best balance for the balls that can be up in the air at one time. What, you know, what algorithm, if you will, works best in our daily lives. And it can be different for everybody and depending on if you're working in the home or out of the home and, you know, how many kids you have. I just feel like you find what works best for you in trying to, you know, give a little over here, take a little over here, but then try and again find that balance. So when I was writing like last summer, um, when my son wasn't in school, it was, okay, kiddo, you know, this is your video game time. I'm going to go write on my book. I have to at least write for an hour a day. And he was completely supportive and, of course, got to play video games for an hour. So, of course, he's going to support that idea. And we, you know, just kind of tried to partner our way through it and, okay, here on the weekends, you know, maybe I'll have two hours writing on my book and then we'll go play wall ball or go for a bike ride or something. So, you know, I was just talking to a girlfriend yesterday about the ever-present mom guilt. And, yeah, it's going to be there. You know, you're going to think that you spent too much time doing this or too much time doing that. But that's where, you know, the quality versus quantity and the time that you're with them, trying to make the best of it and trying to, you know, not be ruminating, for me, in my case, not be ruminating about my book when we are on a bike ride or something like that. Like, that can be a hard thing to kind of put our priorities in boxes, but I don't know. I feel like that, for me, is the best way to try to find that balance is to be where you are, focus on whatever it is that you're doing. And when you're working on the book, work on the book. And when you're playing with the sun, play with the sun. And yeah, so, and I think everybody is different, but I hope everybody finds their, their best balance. How old is your son? He's 11 now. Ten years from now, when he's in college, and you mm-hmm. ask him what it was like during COVID for him, how much you want to talk mm-hmm. that he talks about the bike rides that you guys got to take and helping you on your bike right. and all of the things yeah. that he got to do because mommy was present at this time, yeah. you know, as adults, we have such a different feeling of this lockdown than mm-hmm. our kids sure. are going to because this was their time that they never get to have with yeah. their parents, with their siblings, with their families, you know. Mm-hmm. And so to me, life is always how you look at it. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just see it as something that is creating different bonds that we might not have had that opportunity at a critical time because 10, you know, that's a, that's just an age, 10, 11, 12, you know, mm-hmm. where so much of their next stage is beginning. So how cool yeah. to have you there. Do you see yeah. this work as empowering women, for mm-hmm. women and children too? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I really, really do. And that, you know, I I refer to my time at the gym. I worked at a gym that offered two hours of free childcare uh, for a few years as I was beginning to go through my certifications to specialize for postpartum care. And um, all of the members, because they got the two hours of childcare, it was like 60 or 70% women. Like there were so many women. So I, I was very busy there. And they all got four free sessions with a trainer when they became a member to decide whether or not they wanted to have training in the future and whatnot. And I used those really as a marker for, you know, can this be effective? How quickly can this be effective? You know, kind of fine-tuning my message to try, you know, because not all these women were going to end up purchasing more training. They were using whatever came with the membership, but, you know, they may or may not have gotten more training. If they did, great. If not, I still wanted them to get the message across, right? Posture, breathing, incorporate it into your daily habits, incorporate it into your workout, see what kind of changes you can make in your body. And it was these women that, you know, after just a couple of sessions, I had women come in and say, hey, I can already feel like I have more control of my bladder. Or, you know, just by adjusting my posture, I feel like I'm coming from such a place of strength, like in the core, like in the innate core underneath the ribs. Like, you know, after, and that was after maybe one or two sessions, after a couple weeks, this one of these clients came in and said, you know, I feel like I'm coming from such a stronger place. And, I mean, correlate that into everything you do. If throughout the day you feel like you're going coming from such a stronger place, like I just don't see how that can't empower you to do so much else from that space versus, you know, what it was prior to that, you know, not feeling that, that place of strength. And then to be parenting from that place as well, I mean, even so much as the physical part of it and being able to get down and, you know, play with your kids on the ground comfortably without – hip or back pain or without fear, you know, of having bladder incontinence or that type of thing. Um, just to feel that, that place of strength, I just, I feel like it, it has to correlate into how the children then relate with you, with their lives, where, what places of strength that they can come from. Besides, you know, if they see a mom that is being able to be active and functional, that's the, the, the lessons that they're learning as well. So, yeah, for me, it really, I hope at least, and in my life, and again, as I said, anecdotally in a lot of my clients' lives, I have seen it make really good changes in not only their functional strength, but just just how they move through the day and body awareness. On that note, we are going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a moment here on Word of Mom Radio. Hi, this is Charlotte Felcher. Welcome to Kid Fun. Here's a tip from my book, Kid Fun, 401 Easy Ideas for Play. Kids get restless. We all get restless. And what I always loved to do when I was a kindergarten teacher was tell the kids, be a rubber band. And I would hold up a rubber band and I would shake it and they would have to shake. And then I would stretch it sideways. You could see their arms and their legs stretching sideways. 
then I would stretch it vertically and their arms would go straight up in the air as they were stretching. But then I would drop it. I would pop it and let it fall to the ground. And when I picked it up, I would be picking them up, well, visually, with this rubber band, and I would squeeze it. So when I dropped it, they fell on the floor, and when I picked it up, they stood up, and they squeezed their body together. It's such fun, and it breaks up a very dull moment. That's Kid Fun for today. You can get more information from my book, Kid Fun, 401 Easy Ideas for Play, by visiting my website, kidfunandmore.com. She is brave. She is strong she is you because you're that woman who's got a product or a service that you're looking to promote or you're out there seeking to support other women in business to help women learn network and build the businesses of their dreams because when you win we win we all know a survivor some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times some of us don't make it losing a loved one to cancer a car accident or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable but one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide too often our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day more than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another most of us survive with scars but for some the inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you because stadiumbags.com has a line of clear bags that enable you to use your phone and your smart devices without removing them from your bag. Not only that, but the product is so good it'll stand up to the cleaning solvents that you need to use now to make sure that when you come home, you come home safely. So take a look at stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we're your clear choice because safety it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Tony Lowe about her new ebook, Getting to the Core of Postpartum Fitness, and her journey becoming this kind of a personal trainer that is dealing with these postpartum issues. I have to ask, are all trainers able to train women experiencing postpartum issues or is that something a little more specialized? Typically it is something a little more specialized. Now it depends on, you know, if they have a four-year degree or it depends on what certifications. Um, But it is something that if you are seeking out a personal trainer, you should be asking, particularly as a mom, and if you are experiencing, you know, bladder incontinence or if you're seeing what is called like a doming through your lower abs, which is the separation through the um, abdominal muscles that often is one of those big ones that can kind of linger around. Or definitely if you have a prolapse as well, if you do plan on working with a personal trainer, it is good to find out if they have experience working with postpartum moms and if they have a strategy for working specifically with these diagnoses. Because um, oftentimes, If they don't, you know, there is definitely a world of trainers out there that just say push through it. Or, you know, if you have some leakage when you're working out, oh, that's just part of it. When, in fact, it shouldn't be. You know, you should be able to have function throughout your workout. And if you do not, then that is 
a symptom. That is a sign telling you, you know, it, I mean, if you want to be lifting anything at the grocery store even, a functional body should not be leaking. And so, you know, it's just something, it's a sign, your body talking to you saying, hey, there's something here that you should be looking at. Why is this function not working for you? And so, um, yeah, definitely check with your trainer and see, um, not, like I said, not only do they have experience working with moms, and a lot of may have experience working with moms, but you want to know exactly what their strategy is on um, working with this specific situation that you're dealing with in the postpartum. I also highly recommend going to pelvic floor physical therapy um, if you have the means um, in the postpartum, you know, there are some countries that it's automatic for postpartum for up to the first year that women go see a pelvic floor physical therapist, which is actually the physical therapist that can do manual trigger point therapy in the vagina that can help um, with a, any number of issues. And in particular, if you have prolapse, you should definitely go see a, a pelvic floor PT. But, um, yeah, check with your insurance. Check, you know, there's a lot of, there's something called the pelvic guru um, it's a website, and they have a directory. I actually listed it in my book as well a couple times. That is a directory for all of the U.S. and Canada for um, all things postpartum and providers that you might need. I love that you suggested that. I really do because women need to know that there are actually mm -hmm. therapists out there that do specialize yeah. in these kind of things, you know, mm -hmm. because – Again, it's a conversation many women don't have, and we shouldn't be hiding ourselves in the sand because it can happen. It's yeah. not, you know, this also goes with age. It's kind of what I liked about mm -hmm. your book is that even though mm -hmm. it is talking about postpartum, it is at any mm -hmm. age, and it, it mm -hmm. isn't something that, you know, someone, I mean, I'm 60, I'm a grandmother. You know, mm -hmm. and I may not look Absolutely. it, and I certainly don't feel it, but you know what? Mm -hmm. I've done Kegel exercises my whole life. I'll do them while I'm driving. Mm -hmm. I, it was so funny. I was driving one time from New York to Washington. I had flown in from mm -hmm. Vegas, had my car at JFK, and was now driving, got caught in a stopped traffic jam, and I had to go to the bathroom, mm -hmm. and there was not even, mm -hmm. it was that section of 95 where there wasn't even a place to pull off. Now, happily, I was in a minivan. My cousin and uh -huh. I were on the phone. I had a cup that I filled, stopped, poured out, filled four times. I poured it out. The last time I was like, I'm really sorry. I capped this cup and I left it outside. And my cousin was just like, you can stop. Because I already had my three kids. I said, I have done that uh -huh. for years. I'll do it while I'm going to the bathroom just well, uh -huh. on my own to try to keep those muscles working. Yeah. And I cover Kegels in the book in one of the tips and tricks sections and, and how to apply the posture and the breathing to those as well. Because, the, you know, there's a lot of people that don't do them correctly. And, or, you know, there's a lot of people, it sounds like you've got them down and that's absolutely fantastic. I mean, to be able to start and stop four times truly is impressive. Okay. <laughs> but seriously, but um, there's a lot of people that don't do them correctly or that they're coming from a place of where the pelvic floor muscles are already too tight or overactive. And wow. so doing the Kegels doesn't really do much for that, right? So if you start with a weak pelvic floor, doing something like Kegels properly can really do a lot for strengthening those muscles. But if you're coming from a place of an overly tight pelvic floor 
which, you know, not to diagnose anybody in prior to having your baby if you are to pregnancy, if you are experiencing leaking, by all means, please go to a provider. But generally speaking, that could be what is happening if you haven't had um, a pregnancy is anyway, I don't want to go too far into one direction because that that can be anybody postpartum or or not ever having had kids can be a hypertonic or overly active pelvic floor. And if you're doing Kegels on an overactive pelvic floor, then they don't do anything and can oftentimes almost cause like a cramping, you know, which Hmm. is then a whole other road that you have to go down. And so, yeah, so I cover Kegels in the book too, but no, that's great for you. At least you had a cup. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Let me. Well, I was drinking it. I had a, an extra large cup of tea, you know, because I I hydrate all the time, and I have a bladder yeah. like Barbara Walters, so she credits her career with that, because in the 1960, <laughs> no joke, 1960 um, presidential that. convention, back in the uh-huh. day where you didn't know who was being nominated until the convention, and it all came in, and. She was on the floor for 18 hours, never left the floor. And every time they cut to the news, she was there because she never went to the bathroom. So she credits her career with that. She went from a weather girl to being known. I know, it's hilarious. But it's, again, that whole control thing at any age is really all different things. And I like that you point out so many different things in the book. I like that you not only are talking about your posture and everything, but show how. Show how to, you know, my yeah. mother was always head head up, shoulders back. You know, I, I have mm-hmm. neck and spine issues, so I have to sit straight. Or I'm actually going to be sure. physically in pain if I'm slouching. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. kind of an added impetus. So mm-hmm. how do you suggest integrating what you are mm-hmm. talking about, this kind of trainings in the book, in a really busy mom's working day schedule? How do we make mm-hmm. it happen? Yeah, well, and the idea, the design with the workouts is that they're short. None of the videos are over 20 minutes. The first prescription for doing the videos is if you can do it three days a week for 20 minutes, so plus an hour, then that's great. And so that's where it starts. And the idea is to try to make it as quickly and effective as possible. It's great if you want and can do three 45-minute workouts a week and you have the energy for that, you have time for that, your body functions great with that by all means. But realistically, we just don't have that amount of time. And so just time-wise, they are designed to be able to fit. And then, again, we talk a lot about the posture and the breathing and the daily habits in the book as well. And so if this week, for whatever reason, you can't make it to do any of the videos, you're paying attention as you're brushing your teeth or you're paying attention as you're in the shower just to your posture and to your breathing or while you're driving or, you know, whatever habit that you, you know, kind of mindlessly do. We tend not to begin the habits around our kids or at work or anything that, you know, really takes a lot of focus. It's kind of the more mindless ones that we're doing, like, you know, while we're unloading the dishwasher or, you know, whatever it is, taking the dog for a walk. You know, focus on those two things, those two kind of foundational steps of posture and breathing while you're doing the daily habits, and you're still going to notice uh, change and and hopefully better function just doing those two things. And so, yeah, if you're just too busy, too, too tired, you know, at the end of the day to do it, there are ways to absolutely incorporate at least the foundational steps into your daily habits fairly quickly and easily. I like that you talk about the foundational steps because, mm-hmm. again, you know, we all have different times that we can do things, mm-hmm. but this is our personal health. So yeah. there, there's times where we have to take that active part. It's not going to do it yeah. itself. Right. So. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And if you are having something like prolapse or, or bladder incontinence or any of these things, those are the things also that are not going to go away by themselves. Like you said, you know, if you're having bladder incontinence, you know, a year and three years postpartum, it's not going to go away at 10 years postpartum, most likely. It's most likely going to be something that sticks around to some extent unless you, like you said, take some kind of action um, to try to remedy it. As we are getting ready to wrap up here, Tony, what do you want to leave our listeners with? That you can do it. It can be done. It can be done. I promise it can be done. And, you know, there's so many women that just have thrown in the towel and that, that just, you know, or have believed the line that this is just the way it is after you have kids, you know, till the end of time. And like I said, there's just such a big world out there that's growing all the time in the research and the practitioners that are, you know, learning these things and beginning to apply them and being able to treat these, you know, the prolapse, the bladder incontinence, diastasis, you know, all these different things that the, just the core weakness even that, that lingers in the postpartum. And it doesn't have to be big steps. It doesn't have to be a complete total life change. You know, it can be tiny steps that you take just in your daily habits and they add up really quickly and they make a big difference. And, you know, it's just, it's not a life sentence. It can be changed. You can get your function back. Even if you don't get 100% function back, I, you know, I ask, is 50, 60, 70, 80% function, you know, so much better than just living with it forever. Right on. Let everyone know how they can reach you, Tony. Yeah, Mom Home Fitness is the business. So it's www. It's momathomefitness.com on Facebook, Mom Home Fitness, and Instagram, Mom underscore Home underscore Fitness. And the book is on Amazon. The Getting to the Core of Postpartum Fitness is on Amazon, and then it's also on my website. There'll be a link to it on our show page as well. It's an easy read, it has great information, and wonderful videos that are attached to it. So come on, girls, Mm -hmm. get out there and take control of your pelvic health. We can do it. We really can, and we're going to just feel so much better when we do. So, Tony, thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate you coming and sharing with us here on Word of Mom Radio. I really do. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. This was so much fun, and I appreciate all that you do, you know, daily, and then helping me to get the word out about this book. I appreciate so much. It's really our pleasure. It's why we're here. And for all of you tuning in, thanks so much for being here with us. We are going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters Bluegrass. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true. She is true. She is brave. She is brave. She is bold. She is bold. She is you. She is you. She is you. She is sure. Integrity.
with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.